So today we're gonna to talk about the most common real estate agent mistakes that I see so that you can avoid this and do better. We need this in our industry. <laughs> Let's get to it. All right, before we get into today's video, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. If you get any value from the channel, it takes two seconds and that would mean the world to me. So I'm sure homeowners, the public, real estate investors, will probably be in the comment section adding a lot more, but I'm not making this video to talk trash about realtors. Obviously, I'm a realtor. I'm making this video to bring awareness. So hey, if you're a realtor, let's do better because these are things that are coming up all the time that are the reason why people lose confidence in real estate agents. So number one, I see that agents do not know the contracts. They don't know how to protect their clients or how to get them out of the contract in case something does come up. Let's be real. As a realtor, as I'm making this video in 2024, and you could be watching this whenever, we have to prove our value because the public has no idea. They have no idea because most of the time they're not working with good agents and they, they don't know what the point is except opening doors because we have so many HGTV shows that are like, oh, it's so easy to be a real estate agent. Just, you know, go show this house. I can't tell you the last time I showed a house. In fact, I don't really think I ever have. I think it's been like just walking properties for investments because that's not where the value is. A good real estate agent knows how to facilitate the transaction, all the things that could go wrong and how to prevent them. And they protect their client from that because this is the biggest purchase that a buyer is ever going to have or a seller is ever going to be able to sell their asset. And if you don't know how to handle that, you shouldn't be a real estate agent, period. So when I'm training new agents, I am having them go line by line so that they can understand what each section of the contract is. And then I have them show me how to fill it out and why they put what they put. Like, why are you doing a seven day termination period? In the financing section, why do you have this percentage? Like, why didn't you fill this out? Like, why is this important? Because the reality is the contracts don't matter until they do. You do not know how to enforce them. You also lose your negotiation power in making sure that the other party, if you're representing the buyer, that the seller, you know, the other party would be the seller, is make sure that they perform on the contract and then vice versa. If you're representing a seller, making sure that the buyer doesn't tie up the property and your client loses money and they lose the momentum because now it's back on the market and they have to start all over with a new buyer. So the first mistake I see that happens all the time is that the agents don't know the contracts. They don't know how to fill them out and they definitely don't know how to enforce them. So if you are a real estate agent, make sure that you read through all of that, get a mentor, talk to your broker, like whatever, but understand how to truly help and protect your client. Number two, I see this all the time that agents don't know how to market properties. They get a listing, they put it online, they put it on the market, on the MLS, which is the multiple listing service, and then they fingers crossed and hope that someone brings a buyer. And then when it's not working, they pitch to their client that they need to do a price reduction. It's awful. Like, what is your value? Like, are you kidding me? Like, it's insane. Like, where do I even start? You look at the photos and they take these $500 million properties and they take cell phone photos. So you're gonna tell me that your client is selling a million dollar house, or let's just say 500,000, a $500,000 house, and you can't spend 
$300 on listing photos, on professional pictures, you're gonna be making, you know, whatever percentage you agreed on, which is a significant amount of money, and you can't spend a couple hundred bucks to get professional pictures. You can't figure out a plan, a marketing plan, like your description, like everything, the way that you present the property, you can't put thought into it. You can't try to be creative. I mean, I look at every single deal as if it was my money, as if it was my house. And that's what you have to approach it at. Like the idea is how can we get as many eyeballs on this house because then we're gonna get the showings and then we'll have the highest probability of getting multiple offers which will put your client in a position of power to be able to create that demand. But instead, you're lazy and you're taking pictures and putting it on and hoping for the best. And this is why you hear that like cheesy saying that happened that people say all the time like, "Oh, who you work with matters." Okay, but really, who you freaking work with matters. I mean, you can see the difference and even with the photographers, like we have two photographers that we'll use and that's it. Like we have our go-to people because even the photographer has to know what they're doing. If you hire just a random person and you do pay for photos because they're the cheapest, I mean, I've shown even my team to kind of like constantly reinforce why we go above and beyond for our deals where two photographers took a picture of the same room and one of the rooms felt so small and cluttered and like, it was just awful. And then the other one was staged and the angle that they took it, you can actually see the room and you can see the furniture and it, it's not so close up, like angles matter. Because at the end of the day, you're wanting to present the property and highlight in the best way. So part of marketing is not only the photos, it's how can I declutter? How can I walk the house and make sure that I'm removing like, you know, all of the junk, the personal photos. And even if you don't stage it, like hiring a staging company, you can still do things like some tips, like in entryways, take the furniture out, like anything that's making the house feel smaller because it's going to show in the photos. And what you don't want is for people to focus so much on the furniture and the stuff that they can't even imagine themselves living there because that's all marketing is. It's painting a picture of like, Hey, this could be your home, right? So whenever I look at marketing, I'm like, okay, how can I make this property stand out? And then how do I cast a vision of like, this is how it's going to feel if I was to move into this house. So when realtors just put it on the market with zero thought or zero effort, and we're not, we haven't even talked about the video marketing and all of that. I mean, I won't go into that, but there's so much that goes into it to be able to create that momentum and, and that interest so that you can have showings. So you're not the person that's sitting there wondering like, you know, how am I going to have this conversation with the seller to reduce the house? because the value's there, you just suck at marketing. <laughs> Huge difference. Number four, what I see, which is, is literally the deal killers of what these realtors do, is that they don't know how to manage that seller's expectations or the buyer's expectations, and it ends up killing the deal because they go into it and the seller or buyer have you know, preconceived notions of like, this is how it's supposed to be, or this is the process, this is what I want. And they don't set the expectations of saying, hey, you know, we have to have showings. Hey, we have to cooperate. Hey, you know, this is reasonable and showing them what it's supposed to look like, not what they want. Just because a seller or buyer requests something or tell you that that's what they want, doesn't mean that's what should happen. You're the professional. If you're not driving the bus, you're not going to get to the closing table 
And if you do get to the closing table, it is gonna be so painful because your client's gonna be kicking and screaming and blaming you. Because at the end of the day, if you let the seller or buyer dictate and run the terms of the transaction, you're going to be blamed either way at the outcome. So those realtors that are like, well, this is, this is what my client wants. I'm like, okay, cool. So your client is in charge. But guess what? If the transaction falls out, the agent is the one that's getting blamed. They hired you for a reason. This is what you do. And if you can't figure out how to set their expectations and provide solutions and show them like, and, and they, can, they don't trust you of how things should go, then you don't need to be working with them. They should find someone that they respect. I've literally said that to sellers. Like, you know what? I don't think this is a good fit, you know, cause I've had a seller I actually did a video on this on my worst client ever. And he was so disrespectful. Like he didn't take anything I said into consideration. He pursued me and he was recommended to me and wanted to hire me and yet wanted to do everything his own way. But the way he wanted to do it, some of this stuff was just straight up illegal. And some of this stuff was just crazy. Like I wasn't going to do that. I wasn't going to list and, and say certain things or not allow certain people to come into the house. Like it was just crazy. And we got to this sticking point where I was like, look, this is not a good fit. I actually fired him twice and I said, at the end of the day, if you don't respect me enough to listen to the process and how this is supposed to go, then you should find someone that you do respect. And this guy went through like 20 realtors. If you want to see that video, then watch that video, but I won't get into that. But the point is, is that they're hiring you for a reason because this is supposed to be what you do right? Like this is supposed to be like your profession. You're the person that is dictating everything. You're the person that's supposed to be driving the bus. So if you don't know how to do that, the transaction is going to either not work out or it's going to be absolutely miserable. So in the nicest way possible, let me know in the comments, what did I not cover on mistakes that you see? Remember the video is not a talk bad about realtors. It's like, Hey, this is, these are things that are important to have value, to add value as an agent. Like you have to know these things. You have to do these things and be able to be the professional. Because for me, like I'm so tired of how realtors are portrayed. I don't even say I'm a realtor anymore. Like at this point I specialize in pre foreclosures. I create solutions like that's it. I don't say, yes, I am a real estate agent, but I don't start with that. And it's because as a whole, we need to do better so that we can show our value and why it is so important to work with someone that knows what they're doing to protect the seller and the buyer from themselves and from liability. So let me know in the comments, what did I miss? Again, nicest way possible. And I'll see you guys next time.